0: Hello, everyone. It's January 29th, 2020. We are broadcasting from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Today, we will discuss the pass through tax deduction. The Tax Cuts and Jobs Act promulgated by President Trump created a potentially valuable deduction for small business owners, self employed individuals, and real estate investors. It's known as the Qualified Business Income QBI deduction or more commonly as the pass-through tax deduction. What is the pass-through tax deduction? The simple version is that qualified individuals get as much as a 20% deduction from their income from pass-through entities like LLCs and partnerships. There are income limitations and complex ways of determining the deductible amount for taxpayers who exceed them, but that's the basic idea. There are some rules regarding who can use the deduction and what types of income qualify. We'll talk about those soon. Here's what U.S. taxpayers need to know about the new pass-through tax deduction, who might be able to use it, important rules to know, and some examples of how the QBI deduction is calculated. What is the pass-through tax deduction? And here is a detailed answer. Formerly known as the Section 199A Qualified Business Income Deduction, and also called the QBI Deduction, the pass-through tax deduction is designed to encourage Americans to start small businesses and engage in other entrepreneurial ventures. In a nutshell, it treats income that comes from certain non-employer sources in a favorable manner. This was part of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, which went into effect for the 2018 tax year. Like most of the provisions in this tax reform bill that affect individuals, it's scheduled to end after the 2025 tax year. Specifically, the pass-through tax deduction lets U.S. taxpayers deduct as much as 20% of their business income that comes from pass-through entities. This includes, but isn't necessarily limited to, LLCs, S-corporations, partnerships, and sole proprietorships. A pass-through business is generally defined as one that doesn't pay any taxes itself, but rather passes its income, and therefore its tax liability, to its owners. Regular corporations, also known as C-corporations, never qualify for the IRS pass-through deduction, even if, a, even if the company is a small business. However, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act permanently lowered the corporate tax rate from 35% to 21%. In other words, if you earn $50,000 from freelance consulting work, you might be able to deduct as much as $10,000, lowering your income tax liability. You'd pay less tax on this income than if you had earned the same amount from an employer. As a general guideline, the IRS has typically defined a business as an activity conducted regularly and with a realistic goal of earning a profit. It's also worth mentioning that you don't necessarily need to participate in the business that produces the income to take the deduction. For example, if you own one-third of a retail business and don't play an active role in it, any income you receive from the business could still potentially qualify. It's also important to mention that the pass-through deduction isn't an itemized deduction, but it isn't an above-the-line deduction either. This means you don't need to itemize deductions to take advantage of it, but it doesn't have the additional effect of reducing your adjusted gross income, your AGI. Other above-the-line deductions, such as those for IRA contributions and student loan interest, do. We'll get into the specific rules of the deduction later on, but this is the general idea of what the pass-through deduction is and how it works. Who qualifies for the 20% pass-through deduction? At this point, you might be wondering why a tax deduction designed to help small business owners would have implications for real estate investors. For one thing, if you own rental properties, you technically are operating a small business. And any taxable rental income you receive meets the definition of qualified business income. That's on top of the other tax benefits of owning small real estate. So you can deduct your operating expenses and depreciation to lower your rental income tax and then apply the 20% pass-through deduction to reduce your tax liability even further. There's good news for real estate investment trust REIT investors as well. While you won't think that REIT dividends qualify for the deduction, after all they're a form of stock dividends, the fact is that REITs themselves are passed through entities. In exchange for their favorable corporate tax-free treatment, REITs must distribute a minimum of 90% of their taxable income to shareholders. In practice, most distribute all of it. They pass their income through to investors, just like an LLC or S corporation does. In fact, the IRS has specifically said that REIT dividends are qualified business income and are eligible for the deduction. One caveat is that because REIT dividends can be a little complicated and are often made up of a combination of several types of income, not all of your REIT distributions will necessarily qualify. Each REIT publishes a statement shortly after the end of the year detailing the tax treatment of its distributions for the year. You can also get this information from your broker's year and tax documents. Other types of real estate investment income could be eligible as well. If you participate in a crowd-funded real estate opportunity, for example, Income distributions you receive might be eligible for the pass through deduction. However, if you receive a lump sum at the end of the investment, say when the property you invest in is sold, it's generally treated as a capital gain, not as business income. Like with REITs, the tax documents you receive each year should tell how the money you received will be treated by the IRS. Pass-through deduction rules you need to know. To take advantage of the pass-through deduction, you need to have pass-through income.
1: In a nutshell,
0: this refers to business profits. That is, the amount you make when adding up your revenue and subtracting your deductible business expenses. Importantly, pass-through income does not include the following. Shorter long-term capital gains, even if they have generated a pass-through business. For example if you sell your business for more than you pay to acquire or start it, that's a capital gain, not business income. Dividends or interest income. REIT dividends are an exception since REITs are passed through entities. Wage income you're paid, even if it's from a qualified business type like an S corporation. If your income was reported on a W-2, it's probably not qualified business income for the purposes of this deduction. The pass-through deduction is based on your overall net business income or loss, which is an important concept to understand if you have a few qualified income sources. For example, if you have $20,000 in qualified income from a convenience store you own, $5,000 from a rental property, and $30,000 loss from other businesses you would have a net loss of $5,000 per year and could not use the pass-through deduction. In other words, you can't choose to take the deduction only for your profitable businesses. Furthermore, if you have a qualifying business income loss for a given year, you must carry the loss over to the next tax year. Continuing our previous example of a $5,000 loss, let's say you have a net QBI profit of $30,000 the next year. You need to apply the $5,000 loss, reducing your deductible qualified business income to $25,000. You also have to have taxable income. This sounds rather obvious, after all. To deduct something from your taxable income, you need to have taxable income in the first place. However, if you have qualified business income, but your deductions, such as your standard deduction, leave you without taxable income, you can't use the 20% pass-through deduction. Before we go any further, let's take a look at a simple example. Let's say you earn a salary of $70,000 in 2019 from your job and $30,000 from consulting work you do on the side, which is paid to you through an LLC. After accounting for your other deductions, you're in the 22% tax bracket. Pass-through deduction allows you to deduct $6,000, or 20% of your consulting income. Because you're in the 22% bracket, you save $1,320 on your taxes for the year. Who doesn't doesn't qualify for business deductions? It's important to note that not everyone who has pass-through income can take advantage of this deduction. There are income limitations for taxpayers whose income is from certain specified service businesses. For example, doctors and lawyers who operate their own practice are included in the specified service definition and are subject to income limitation when it comes to the pass-through deduction. It's easy to see why this limitation exists. The pass-through deduction was intended to reward Americans who start and operate businesses not to give tax relief to highly-paid professionals who happen to be self-employed. Here are just some of the businesses. Health professionals, lawyers, accountants, performing artists, consulting services, financial services, brokerages, investment management business, any business with the principal asset of the reputation or skill of its owner or employees. This includes businesses where income results from endorsements of products or services, licensing of the owner's image, likeness, or other characteristics, or if the primary income source is from the owner making media or event appearances. For taxpayers in 2019 whose pass-through income comes from one of the specified service businesses, the deduction begins to phase out above taxable income of $321,000 for those married filing jointly, or $160,000 for all others. The key word in that last sentence is phase out. Taxpayers whose income exceeds these thresholds can potentially get some deduction, and these thresholds will be adjusted for inflation in 2020 and subsequent years. Unfortunately, calculating the deduction becomes considerably more complex above these thresholds. If you're not in one of these listed service businesses, but your income exceeds the phase-out threshold by $100,000 or more, a special rule applies known as the W-2 wage business property limitation For 2019, this happens if your taxable income is greater than $420,000 of joint return or $210,000 for everyone else. In this case, your deduction would be limited to the greater of 50% of your share of the W-2 employee wages paid by the business or 25% of your share of the W-2 wages plus 2.5% of the acquisition cost of your business property. Of course, the deduction is still limited to a maximum of 20% of your qualifying pass through income. For more information and a better understanding of this, consider attending our Sunday webinars free of charge at www.fender-tax.com.